So, Paul, in honor of Christmas being, well, today when people are listening to it, but in three days when we're recording it, I have a really good Christmas joke for you. Okay. And honestly, I don't know if you've heard this one because I hadn't heard this one. All right. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, good. What do Santa's little helpers learn at school? I don't know. The alphabet. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Christmas alphabet. Oh, that would have been better. It's like it's like the regular alphabet, but there's no L. <laughs> well, hi everyone. I'm Bree, and I'm Paul, and this is a very merry signal twenty-five. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. We made it. Oh God, we made it. That means there's only one week left of twenty twenty. I can't decide if I should be excited or just, like, terrified, like, how can things get worse than 2020? Yeah, every time I, like, try to start maybe considering making plans for later in the year of next, like, of 2021, I have to, like, knock on wood because I'm, like, and I, I have a wooden desk just so everyone's aware about what I'm about to say is I always go, I mean, like, what could go wrong? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'll wait till I get shot and then I'll make plans. Yeah, I mean, like, I have a loose idea for, like, December of next year of what I might do. I've got lots of hopes. Yes. But no expectations. No. <laughs> no expectations whatsoever. But that's okay. We've, we're almost there. We're also happy that somehow, despite the fact that we literally spent an hour last week talking about the news. We're sorry. There's still somehow more news. Yeah, we really were betting on not having to do news this week. <laughs> we literally pre-recorded a thing and we were just going to do an intro. But now there's news and it's like actually vaguely important news. It's because we had only planned on recording an intro that there is important news this week. I know. There's actually more news related to the stuff we talked about last week that I can't talk about because you haven't seen The Mandalorian yet. Tomorrow. We'll cover it next week. We'll cover it next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. But let's talk about the news. Yeah, so the first one I want to talk about is the love of my life, as I have referred to it multiple times, and that is Epcot. She finally got the entrance she deserves. I did not know that I wanted this so badly until I saw it. It's really cool. It's the new Epcot. Is it like a fountain sculpture thing? Somewhere in the middle, kind of. I think it's eventually going to be a working fountain. I haven't seen it personally, like, on in any of the things I've seen. But the sculpture alone looks like something out of a superhero movie or something. Like, it's gorgeous. It's really cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. It's really a really nice looking statue. It's beautiful. Thing. I'm just going to sob the first time I see it in person. Like, it's going to be a euphoric experience. I still think the thing I'm most excited about, though, is the Leave a Legacy things are gone. That's like, going to be just think weird. About, and I understand that they're putting planters there, but there's that's just so much more space. Yeah. Especially because I feel like space is so much more important to me now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, even once things are less bad than they are now yeah everyone well most people are still going to be pretty like kind of self-conscious yeah totally. i know i will be and not even necessarily in a conscious way but just in a like this is how we have been trained for the last year plus 
Yeah, and it like it becomes like a safety red flag in your brain, and it's gonna be really hard to untrain that, especially like the first crowded park day we go to. I'm gonna have to go in off season for like the first trip back because I don't think I could do like a crowded Main Street, well like fireworks. I just don't know if I could I could do that. Like, mm mm. I was thinking a few weeks ago about I was like remembering when I went to the polynesian to watch the fireworks Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about the process of doing that and i was like yeah i got on the bus and i got off the bus and then i put on my mask and then i went wait a second (laughs) no i definitely didn't do that that wasn't a thing we did then totally but like it's like altered my memories of just like the habits that i have now yeah oh i must have done that I definitely have dreams about that where like I'm at an event or something and I'm panicking that I don't have a mask on and I'll like say it out loud and someone will be like, dude, that was like five years ago. And I'll be like, what? And like that is like every night in my dreams is I still think that I need to wear a mask and I panic about where it is. So it'll take a while. (laughs) But when but when that while comes, speaking of new signs, uh, Epcot got its new entrance. But, Paul, since you love this much more than I do, what else is new this week? Yeah, they finally, I don't know, finished is really the right word, but... Did? They have, have uh, yeah, basically finished the, uh, unveiled the um, completed version of the entrance sign that you drive under. And now it's a nice, like, dark blue with gold instead of the ugly 90s colors that you loved so much. I like nostalgia. Right. But it was ugly. You know. The colors were bad. They were bad colors. They were fine colors. They were Florida sun-kissed colors. I think you mean Florida sun-faded colors. They were well-loved colors that welcomed you to the most magical place on Earth where dreams come true, Paul. Well, now the new one just says the most magical place on Earth. Right. Where are my dreams supposed to go? Where are they going to come true? Apparently not there. So I don't know who thought to take that off the sign, but... You should just, like, write it on a piece of paper and just, like, tape it on the sign. (laughs) Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Would you get... I'm trying to think, like, is that technically illegal? Probably, right? Yeah. Well, you're discouraged from stopping under the sign, but, like, what if the car was going slow enough and it was, like, the middle of the night that I could get out, jog beside the car with the tape, a pre-taped piece of paper, run up, slap it on the sign, and then immediately get in the car and keep going? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking, and I'm trying... I'm just debating its legality. I think it's still illegal. If you get caught, like, I feel like that's one of those things that, like, you're not going to get in trouble in hindsight. Well, are you going to get in trouble is not the same thing as, is it illegal? Because it is still illegal. I feel like those are very different things in my brain. I feel like it's only illegal if you get caught. That is not true. (laughs) Like, you know, arson. It's only illegal if they catch you. Speaking of illegal things... (laughs) Poison apples? I don't know. Whatever. Snow White. Poison apples would be illegal, according to you. But only if you get caught, according to you. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Anyway, Disney got caught updating their ride. Yeah. I don't know. They updated Snow White's Scary Adventure in Disneyland, and now it's called Snow White's Wishful something Enchanted Wish. Enchanted Wish, whatever. Yeah. It's a dumb name, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's a dumb name. Um, yeah, this kind of came out of left field. It was just like suddenly one morning it was like, hey, by the way, Scary Adventures does not exist anymore. And you were like, what? Yeah, did you know that they were reworking this ride? Uh, no, no one knew as far as I I know. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. 
No, it kind of was just like, so one of the many projects we've been working on, and I'm like, can you elaborate on the other many projects you've been working on? Like, I would also now like to know what else you have ruined. I know Runaway Railway was put on hold, the one in Toontown. Yeah. Now, like, so remind me. I don't know what they have been working on. Where they put that in Toontown, like, while we're on that topic. Um, In the back. But, like, was it a new structure, or did they just replace something or add to They're something? Gonna, yeah, they're going to add to one of the they're gonna take down one of the shops mm-hmm. and replace it i don't know how because yeah it must not use the whole old movie ride building because yeah. movie ride is huge that footprint is enormous and there's no way that they can fit that backstage in toontown there's so. no way backstage at toontown is tiny especially with the way they expanded like galaxy's edge back and around like there's not right. a lot of room back there i mean where there is space back there is where they're gonna build it but there's still not a lot of space and and yeah, movie ride was a huge ride. Yeah, that physically. show building is massive. Yeah, I'd be super surprised. And I'll also be surprised if they don't do anything with that extra space that they created by not using the whole building in Hollywood Studios. Right. Now I really want to know. Like, you know. can build a Galaxy's Edge expansion back there, Toy Story Land, whatever. Yeah, like, I want to know now. Like, first of all, what's in the rest of the building? What What's in there? Second of all what you're going to do with it. And if they do use all of it, then Disneyland really is magic because if they can make that fit backstage, then I really hope that they didn't like take any of the movie right stuff out there. And then there's just like Mickey and Minnie's. And then like, all if you go far enough, like you go through a door and then you're just in the alien scene. Cause that's what's at the end of the, the end of that building. Like the far end of that building is, is the alien. Cause scene. then you'd wrap back around. Yeah. Yeah. I wish the aliens, maybe it is. Yeah, it's just sitting there, still there. No, I think, I, I thought someone, I thought I saw an image somewhere of someone having seen the xenomorph being carted out. Doesn't mean it didn't get carted back in, and that's what they want you to think. <laughs> have I told the story yet? I don't think I have. What? Of the guy, I don't know if I've even told you this story, of the guy who wanted John Wayne's horse. What? Yeah. A guy came up to me one day after they announced that the ride was closing, and he's like, hey, uh, what do they do with the with the props when they close their ride? And I was like, well, most of them go to storage. Yeah. And the ones that don't generally get reused. And maybe some very, very small things get sold to cast members, uh, which is, to my knowledge, true. Yeah, that's exactly what happened as far as I know. Uh, and I was like, why? And he said, oh, I just wanted wanted the John Wayne on his horse. <laughs> like, I wanted to I wanted to get that. And I was like, what? What? I don't I don't think you're going to be able to do that. What did you want to do with it? <laughs> and he's like. I just I wanted to put it in my living room. I was joking with some friends that that would be a really good conversation starter, and then I kind of got my mindset on it. And I was like, "Well, I can't help you, but if you make some phone calls, it's certainly possible that you could end up acquiring that." Yeah, but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say that it's likely. Yeah, I mean, like there is nothing Disney won't do for money. So, like, you have the right price, and I'm sure you could buy something. The only thing I'd be concerned about there would be the what the estate of John Wayne would say. Because I think that they probably lay some claim to that. Yeah, it's probably like trademarked or patented or something. They used to have his actual belt buckle. What? But then it got stolen by someone. Probably a cast member. <laughs> probably a cast member. Wow. Yeah. I Now I want to know if that guy, like, did it. Got it? I know. Yeah. I know. I should ask what his name was. And it's funny, though, that, like... People listening to this might think that that is like, whoa, wild, crazy. That's not even in the top 50 of the weirdest requests I've ever heard from guests. 
it's not in the weirdest requests, but it's definitely one of the most interesting. No, totally. That's hilarious. I think that's... I really hope that guy got something and also now, like, that actually just, like, opened up a vault of questions about that man in my mind of, like... I know. Like... My favorite part is that he was like, hmm, who should I ask about this? I know the person who works there, whose job it is to make sure stuff does not get stolen. Well, I mean... Let's ask him. He probably knows. I mean, do we really think he was going to steal it, though? Like, well, that would be hilarious. I mean... We also don't know, I'm not positive that it wasn't the guy who stole the, whatever that animatronic was from Epcot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What was that animatronic That was called? the, where was it? It was like backstage, wasn't it? Yeah, it was backstage. It was, it was, was one it, of the old closed rides. Was it one of the kitchen cabaret? It was one of the kitchen cabaret. Was it? I or think was so. It like Body Wars? It might, oh, it might have been Body Wars. I know someone broke into the kitchen cabaret at Epcot before it was, like, taken down for Soren, like, when it was just closed. Oh, I'm thinking of recently. Oh. Then... The Buzzy animatronic. Oh! Find Buzzy! It was, like, a milk yeah, cart, like, fake milk from? cartons and stuff. I don't know what Buzzy was from, but now I remember exactly. Cranium Command. Oh, okay. I know exactly what we're talking about now. Someone did try to steal the ca- uh, kitchen cabaret animatronics when it first closed, too. But they were still bolted in, so that didn't fly very Whoops. Well, but... Wow. I also now want to know if this man found an alternative life-size John Wayne to put in his living room. Yeah. Or a life-size horse. I mean, that would be... But yeah, no, my favorite part was he wanted John Wayne on the horse. And I'm thinking, like, there's no way... Like, how big is your living room... Like, how tall is the ceiling? There's no way it's going to fit. Also, do you own a house? Or do you have an apartment that you're trying to put this in? Also, how is he going to get it through the door? I mean, I bet he as- assumes it comes off. Like, Carrie. If he John- assumes that, I'm not positive he's correct. <laughs> Imagine, I took the roof off my house to be able to lower in John Wayne on ours. What are you doing all this construction in your house for? Oh, you know, putting in John Wayne in my living room. No big deal. He took out his side wall and replaced it with yeah. windows so that people. Right. It's just a giant sliding glass door. See, now that's how he gets it in his house. I bet he... Yeah, there you go. Just like French sliding glass doors. Yeah. It's probably not a thing, but like, you know you know what I'm talking... Well, you know what I mean If he that. has French doors... A lot of people in Florida have French doors on their patios, so like maybe he had French doors and that's how he's going to get it in. And or he was going to put it in the middle of a swimming pool. <laughs> Does he live in the swimming pool? Like, no, it's just like the horse and John Wayne are going to just now be a part of the swimming pool like a... But he, he specifically said living room. Like, well, okay, like, I'm, I'm. Hyper- that was the part of the story that was so memorable to me. Like, if he was like a private collector or whatever, right. like that'd be one thing. But like, he just wanted to sit it in his living room because he thought it would be a good conversation starter. Oh, my theory was coming from when he couldn't get it into his living room of what he was gonna then do with it. Oh, okay, gotta get it, gotta get it. Yeah. And or once he puts it in his living room, if it's so big, he has to get rid of his furniture. Is he then going to sit on the horse with John Wayne instead of a couch? Is the, Yeah, that's a good question, too. Is the horse load-bearing? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. It's probably hollow. Well, yeah, or full of mechanical parts. Did the horse move? I don't even remember at this point. I think the tail might have moved. I don't remember. Oh, okay. But I, that's why I think that John Wayne and the horse were probably connected because he moved. Oh, yeah. There's no way. he didn't ever touch the ground. There's so there's no way they come apart. It probably, like, the power source and stuff came probably through the feet of the Comes horse. through the legs of the horse, yeah. <laughs> I 
now I have so many more questions and I want to find this guy. So if you listen to this and you live in the Orlando area and you happen to know someone who might just do this, please find them and send them our way because now I need to find this man. Also, please send us a message letting us know what you would do with John Wayne on his horse. Yes. And where would you put it? And be specific. Like, do not spare any details about this. I want exact GPS coordinates. <laughs> to your house. To your, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, in other animal news, um, Flamingo Crossing opened. Sort of. Kind it like cold, like cold opened. Is that what they call it? Cold open? Soft open. Soft open. It soft opened this week cold open is the is what we do oh at, but like it's like a joke oh well there we go it's like the like before the intro sequence okay well soft like, open this week it looks cool it looks nice it does look cool yeah so they're instead of doing college program students they're letting uh regular cast members rent it which is a good idea to have give them reasonably affordable housing yeah Probably that not that affordable though that was going to be my question with it is it are they going to get it for cp rate which is still not that affordable. Oh, no, God. I just calculated that the other day. I really, like, thought about how much we actually paid in rent. It's a lot, especially for a, a apartment that you're sharing with five-ish other people. It's a lot. What? What was Patterson? I don't even remember anymore. It was, like, 120 a week? It's, yeah, something like $500 a month per person. Which, like, it's a two- to three-bedroom apartment. Right. That's, like, three grand a month. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. That, like... It didn't like, which is funny now because like my friends that stayed in Florida are like, God, it's so much cheaper to not live in housing. And I'm like, yeah, that's about what I would pay for that size of apartment here. So didn't really change. (laughs) Uh, Flamingo Crossing just keeps making me think of like a flamingo in Animal Crossing. Laura. Yeah. I don't don't know why. I just thought that was funny. He put a picture of it on a drive and I just about like died looking at it. Well, part of it was... <laughs> when I pasted the picture and it was a giant a giant image, so it took up like a whole screen. But <laughs> giant image of Flora. She's a she's a cool character. I like Flora. Speaking of pretty cool, the name Alan, apparently. Apparently. Because Disney has gone through yet another executive change. Yeah, I wanna read like the fine print of Disney rules because like, does it say in there somewhere that your predecessor up to a certain number of predecessors has to have the same name as you? Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, Alan Horn, who was the head of Disney Studios, is being replaced by Alan Bergman. <laughs> this, of course, following Bob Iger being replaced by Bob Chapek as CEO. What a... No news yet if some other Mickey is going to take the place of Mickey Mouse, but... I'm trying to think of another animal with an M... It starts with an M, and I'm having... Moose. Mickey Moose. Mickey Moose. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie Moose. It's just Rocky and Bullwinkle at that point. Oh, it is. You're right. Hmm. Why? I, like, I keep wanting to say Wombat, but, like, Wombat starts with a W, and I don't know why I want to say Mickey Wombat, but that doesn't make sense. Nope. Mickey, why do I not know animals that start with M? What is wrong with my elementary education tonight? It's okay. My brain went to Macedonia. Macedonia? Whatever the name of that country is. Like, I was going to say, like, like the country? Yep, like the country. Macaw. Mickey Magpie. Ma- Mickey Mallard. Ma- Manta Ray. These are birds. And I just Googled it. Fish. I was about to Google it. So. <laughs> Mickey Mallard. Oh, that's just ripping off Donald Duck at that point. See, the, the thing we have to do is not only come up with an animal that starts with M, but another animal that starts with M that is not already a cartoon character. Ooh, Megalodon. Mickey Megalodon. Muskrat. But, like, rat 
Mouse. Mm, yeah. All right. Manatee. Mickey Manatee. Mm, there's a manatee in um. No, that's a beluga. No. Okay. There's no manatees. I was gonna say there was a manatee in Finding Dory, but it's not a manatee. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. So it's I don't know. Like I didn't know very much about uh Alan Alan Horn. That's the one we replaced, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. I didn't know very much about him. So like when you sent me that, like I was like, okay. He's a pretty big deal, actually. Oh, okay. Did a lot of stuff. He was planning on retiring a long time ago. So it's well, not a surprise that he's, he's like finally stepping down. But... 77. So like it's a, it's time. Yeah. yeah. He's been in charge for a while. I could be wrong about that. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, I am totally wrong. Oh. He came in 2012. Oh, so it's not that uh, long. Still quite a while. Um, and as a part of that, oversaw a bunch of really big things. All the Star Wars movies. Right. All of the most popular Marvel movies. Disney Plus, you know. I think a lot of times my brain just goes, like, straight to, like, cartoons and movies instead of, like, thinking, like, oh, studios, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Not Walt Disney Animation Studios. Because that's run by uh, um, Jennifer Lee. Right. Who did, uh, did Frozen. She's a queen. She seems like she works her butt off. At least if uh, End of the Unknown is any I don't think she sleeps indication. ever. <laughs> I know. Like, she's a single mom, and she writes and directs all these movies. Like, Well, I think she's she, she, she wasn't really intending on running the animation studio at the same time as directing Frozen 2. But true. Still. Yeah, insane. But yeah, I hope he does good things. I mean, I don't like, I just like I didn't know a lot about Alan Hart, I don't know a lot about I this know new nothing guy. about Alan, what's his name, Bergman? Bergman. Yeah. So, I hope news he does well. Cool. Yep, that's the news. And that really is the news. We promise we're not doing a whole episode on it this time. <laughs> nope, we're not. Because instead, instead of making you listen to us losers talk about nerdy stuff, we decided to take approximately half of our audience, i.e. our significant <laughs> others, and make them talk about us losers. <laughs> yeah. Which is to say, we have, we interviewed them, I guess, interview? Is that the I, right term? I guess interview. You could say interview, totally. We, d- we discussed what it's like having nerds, as Disney nerds in particular, as significant others, uh, and quiz them. Yeah. Um, I would like to foreshadow this with both of our significant others are not also giant Disney nerds. Um, they... No, they're like regular human beings. They're normal people. And um, yeah, they're normal. Well, as normal outside of the Disney bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so they put up with a lot of this <laughs> and just a quick shout out to them because they do listen every single week, even yeah, though thanks, Jack and Lauren, yeah, thank you. Cause even though we already tell them all this stuff, they still turn on our podcast anyway and listen to us talk about the things that we probably already have told them like 800 times. I think. Lauren said she even listened to the episode about The Mandalorian, a show she has not watched. Oh, thanks, Lauren. I know. Um, Jack's a real trooper, and he'll, like, like this, like, last week's episode about the news, I was really good, and I tried really hard to not express any of my opinions to him before, that, like, the episode, so that he didn't have to hear it, like, 800 times, because I will do that. I'll be like, so did I, did I tell you, like, Epcot caught a new entrance? And he'll be like five times last week and i'll be like so epcot got a new entrance and it's great i think the only one 
I mentioned a few of them to Lauren. I think they were all Pixar. Yeah. But the only one I talked about repeatedly was Doug Days because <laughs> I'm so excited about that show. Yeah, I talked about Doug Days a lot. And I also talked about, um, oh, God, I don't know why I get the name wrong every time. The red one. Turning Red. Turning Red. I talked about that one a lot. But that's because me and Jack both have a really big red panda obsession. And I was like, it's it's our time to shine. Like, this is it. All right, well, let's stop talking about them. And let them we talk. we talked with them in the past for us, but in the future for you because... You're about to hear wibbly it. Wibbly wobbly timey-wimey stuff. Anyway, enjoy that. Enjoy that. And smooth transition. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Hi, Jack. How are you guys? Hi. Hello. You're here. You made it. Congratulations. Yeah. Here in the studio. How was the commute? Just fine. <laughs> okay. So what is it like dating total losers? I mean, nerds. I mean, us. <laughs> Is nerds, not just nerds. Any any like specific things you're looking for here? Um, well, I have a couple of questions. Like the first one that you could go off of, and like you can go off prompt too. Like it doesn't matter. It's just kind of to get the idea going. Is how much did you really know about Disney before you started dating your significant other? Like, what was your realm of understanding, knowledge, caring about? So something for me that I didn't realize. Um, so I had not been to Disney World before I knew Paul. I had been to Disneyland one time as a teenager. And for me, like, I liked Disneyland because I like thrill rides, like roller coasters and all that. And Paul is shocked that, like, that was the appeal of Disneyland for me and not, like, the experience and, like, the like the uh, what dark rides or just, like, the shows, any of that. I was like, eh, whatever. I want to go on the roller coaster to take me out to Tower of Terror. So I didn't know much. I'm also shocked by that. <laughs> that that's the appeal. <laughs> like, why would you be appealed by Disney then when there's like six flags in Universal? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess Disney itself. Like, going to Disneyland wasn't like the specific experience I was after. I was invited to go with a friend, and so I was like, "Yeah, let's go." More or less the same for me. Yeah, I went to Disney World in elementary school or whatever. I was excited about the cool rides. I was like a casual Disney fan. I like animation and sort of all the technicalities behind that. So obviously Disney being a big forerunner in that since the 30s, I that was some stuff that I knew about. But, you know, very different um, experience knowing now dating someone who uh, worked in Disney, lived there, went there every day, has specific <laughs> things and meals and meetups that they like, whereas I'm like, I like Expedition Everest. It go fast. <laughs> Me though. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not anti. I was never anti-Disney. I liked the movies as a kid. I watched Hannah Montana. Like, I'm not a monster. It's good. <laughs> it's just like, it was not something I knew a lot about. Um, okay, well, that was the second question, is had you been to a Disney park before? So I guess you guys just nailed that one. <laughs> We're so ahead. Oh, yeah. We're also in sync that you answered our questions before we asked them. Um, and the, another one I have is, like, what was the most surprising thing you learned, like, Disney-wise? Like, obviously, we both talk about Disney like it's our full-time job. Um, <laughs> like... At one point, it was, in our defense. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, um, we have... it a strong defense there but like yeah like what what have you learned like park wise movie wise disney wise hmm definitely learned a lot more about the parks than just the animation and everything um on my end at least 
you know, having someone being dating someone who worked in these places and interfaced with all sorts of guests as well as was a I mean, you would I don't know if I'd say were a guest at the parks, but went went a lot and experienced these things, you know, learning about the stage shows and that sort of thing. The thing that I would never go to while I was there. I think the closest thing is maybe I went to the Waterworld one that that was in Universal I don't think I've ever been to a Disney stage show. So like, obviously, very different experience and very different to hear about these things and why you guys like them. Yeah, I think I'd have to say the biggest surprise for me was just learning that this was a fandom. <laughs> um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think it's really cool that you guys like enjoy this so much and that there is that community. It's just something I never knew existed. Like that there are people that liked Disney beyond just like watching the movies and liking Splash Mountain whatever Ooh. I mean, Splash Mountain you had to go to Splash Mountain that was a bad choice Let, let's edit that out <laughs> Space Mountain Ooh. let's not defend Splash Mountain on this podcast yeah. yet unnamed uh, Princess and the Frog ride you guys want to take a quiz oh, it's a really fun quiz that we you wrote you actually don't have a choice it's fun Okay. Yeah. yeah. alright let's do it you guys gonna do a little Trebek action? Aww. Oh, Jack. Pat Sajak action. As the hosts. We have to ask you a a really leading but still really awkward Answers question. Answers in the form of questions? Oh, no. no. <laughs> question number one uh, comes in three parts. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have started off with this one, but <laughs> this was the question that I came up with first. To be fair, I had to Google the answer to part C. I wasn't 100% oh, no. sure which one it was. Oh, boy. What? Oh, okay. I yeah. know why. But no, it's not that one. Uh, okay. So I'll give you three rides. And you have to tell me what park and or parks. You only have to get one. The rides are located oh, in. Well, you're not going to get all of them. Yeah, okay. uh, does the format make sense? Yeah. I think so. Let's Let's go. I'm ready. That was confident sounding uh okay soren that's only an epcot right would you say oh i didn't know who was going first um oh yeah it's an epcot and i think isn't there also one in california adventure i thought that's a different name in california adventure it used to be you are correct it used to be soren over california but now they're all soren around the world actually disneyland might still be technically disneyland California Adventure is still soaring over California because it was supposed to switch back March 1st, but it didn't because it got prolonged and then the pandemic closed the oh. park. So technically... Technically, I wasn't wrong. There's also one in Shanghai. Anyway. All right. The next one. Spaceship Earth. Lauren, you can go first this time. Okay. That sounds like an Epcot thing. I, I would be surprised I if there was... It. I would be surprised if there was one outside of Epcot. That is correct. Epcot is the only, the only nice. one. That's the Epcot. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, I would have been really upset if neither of you got that. To be completely fair, <laughs> Lauren didn't get to go on it. So, I, you know, I didn't get to go on a lot of things. That's true. Because of you, it was raining. Oh, oh yeah, it was raining, and Paul was a big chicken. Wouldn't go with me. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Perfect. <laughs> All right, and the last one is Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. 
Okay, I know there's one in Disneyland. And I know there's also one in Disney World, but I don't know which park. Is it Magic Kingdom? I'm going to not answer. Yeah, so let Jack, Jack go. go. Disneyland in Paris and Disneyland Paris. I'm get that's did you say Disneyland Paris? I said twice? Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. Oh, oh, okay, got it. Uh, it is so. Disneyland is the only one where that ride exists. Mm-hmm. There is an Indiana Jones attraction in Paris, but it's called something else, probably in French. It's like Escape of the Sun. It's like an escape ride. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a roller coaster. It goes yeah. upside down. And then there's one in um, Tokyo, also. Oh. All right, next question. Name three restaurants at a Disney park or on Disney property. You don't have to have eaten there, but bonus points if you do, and extra bonus points if you have a good story about it. Okay, well, I have, I don't know if it's a great story, <laughs> but I can name Catherine or Arlene's one off the bat because that game called the worst food poisoning of the in Disneyland. Um, that's not something I'm ever going to forget. Um, so there's that. Uh, Via Napoli in Epcot, super good. And the dinosaur restaurant where we ate chicken nuggets. Somehow, Lauren, you've managed to exclusively mention restaurants. We've I was going to say, does Lauren before. get bonus points yeah. for rarity of restaurants, or does Lauren get deducted points because we just did an episode on this? Are there points? She are there points so. here? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. are being graded. So far, you're you're. Yeah, uh, there's it's Pecos Bill, right? Um, there's be our guest and. Mm-hmm. Don't remember the name, but there's a hibachi grill in Japan in Epcot that Bree and I went to. It's pretty like, cool. Don't fail me on this. <laughs> I mean, it's better than pronouncing it wrong. True. Yeah, I don't even know the name of that one. I just called the hibachi grill in Japan at Epcot. Yeah, good job. Nice you work, did it. Guys. Success. Nice. Okay, question number three. Which of the following attractions was not an attra- or sorry, was not an opening day attraction at Disneyland? So which of these rides opened at Disneyland after opening day? Autopia, the Jungle Cruise, the Mad Tea Party, and Splash Mountain. This is great podcast. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can you can edit down the dead air. It's pretty easy. Um I can Or we can put Jeopardy theme in there. my answer is the second one is jungle cruise my answer is autopia i'm gonna say jungle cruise nope i knew that one you're You're both both. wrong splash mountain opened in the 90s weird because it's got a real old old timey feel and a real old timey theme yeah yeah (laughs) okay Makes it more remarkable that they were like, yeah, let's theme this after Song right? of the South. <laughs> well, when did Song of the South come out? No, oh, that was like the 50s. I don't know, the 50s? I've only watched it stolen on YouTube, so. Fair enough. I haven't watched it at all. I knew Jungle Cruise because I did a project on the on landscape architecture in Disneyland. And I remembered that one because for that opening, they weren't able to get the trees ready. So it's literally just upside. It was originally, I don't know if it still is, upside down orange trees from the uh, orchard that they replaced. It's not still that. I figured, but. <laughs> they may still be yeah, there. but. No, now there's actual yeah. real trees. 
Well, Jack's never been to Disneyland, so we can't we can't uh, get too upset that he doesn't know that. Not that upset. All right, number four. What animal is carved into the handle of Mary Poppins' umbrella? Lauren, this will be especially difficult for you because I know you've never I seen know. it. I know. <laughs> I haven't either. Uh, what? Oh, okay, great. Oh, man. Mary Poppins is my favorite Disney movie and you've never seen Ooh, Jack, it? Yep. That was the wrong thing to say. Should I even tonight? try to guess? Uh, is it a yes. penguin? I'll give you, I'll give you f- there's, there's four options. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh we, got, we got options. Good. Yeah, yeah. A cat, a dove, a parrot, or a fox? I'm going to go with cat. I'm going to go with dove. Yeah, it's, it's a, parrot. a parrot. Yeah. Really? That would have been my last guess. I was in the bird area. <laughs> you were in the right animal kingdom. Wow, you guys are like probably really regretting your decision to date us right now based <laughs> on the looks on your faces. <laughs> like, what did I get myself into? We're not mad, just a little disappointed. It's not, you know, it's nothing. We oh, now we've moved into from. the parrot, ta- parrot category. <laughs> uh, all right. The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh replaced which attraction at Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World? Do we get choices? Nope. Oh no. No. <laughs> I will give you a hint, though. The ride does still exist in Disneyland. Which I suppose is not at all helpful to Jack, but... <laughs> it's not really helpful to me, either. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. I'm not even confident... Is it... ...that you guys know that this ride yeah. is... Yeah, is wait, it... can I ask, have I been on this ride, to your knowledge? I'm pretty sure we went on it when we were in Disneyland. Is it Peter Pan? That's what I was... Oh, not. well, I okay. was going to say that, so I'm also wrong. <laughs> Jack, we went on Peter Pan's flight in Magic Kingdom. No, we didn't. We did. No. Okay. Do you want to keep guessing or you want me to Reveal just... it. <laughs> Jack's done with our Jack's games. over it. I don't know enough more rides. Uh, <laughs> the answer is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh. oh. I don't think we did go on that. Did I don't we not? Think That's so. one where you crash into a tr- like a train hits you when you go to hell. Oh. No, I think I would remember that. That literally is actually what happened. Like, I'm not, though, e- not even kidding. That actually happens in the ride. I don't feel like you would remember it because, like, I never remember. And then I'm like, and it's then I super go on it. And then okay. I'm like, oh my God, this is weird. And then... That does sound like a wild ride. That's the reason ride. they got rid of it. <laughs> it is. Um, but, Jack, I'm ashamed that you don't remember that weird tidbit of information that I told you while we were riding Winnie the Pooh's ride. In we didn't Disney go World. on the Winnie the Pooh ride. We did because you played in the queue. I literally remember this. <laughs> Oh, the queue the is, queue is cool. wonderful. And they have like, they also have like touch screens, which are super disgusting. I thought that's the. They're, they're like. That's the minecart ride. Screens. We did. Oh, that too. Seven Dwarves also yeah. has that. I played on the touch pads in that one. Yeah, but no, it, it, the Winnie the Pooh one is the touch screen where it's like honey and you like clear the honey off. Huh. <laughs> well. Well. Tells you what impression it left. Oh, that's. I sad. like rides that go fast. <laughs> me too they were ridiculing me for that before you got on the call or maybe that was after i don't know solidarity Bree, this is gonna be it's a hard question it's gonna be yeah i i had to look this one what? up that's a good sign yeah. how is this fair <laughs> well i just got it wrong long i'll tell you why i got it wrong 
Which ride has the unique distinction of being placed in a different land in every Disney park that has it? Oh. And we're not going to get a, a list? A, well, no, but a good hint for it is it's a classic Disney attraction. Like, when you think Disney, you think this ride. Is it I Space think. Mountain? Is it Dumbo? Or is it Magic Carpet Ride? Is that one? Those are, in fact, rides. <laughs> rides. Um, but think before you say a ride, would it make sense to take that out of that land and put it in another land? Okay, so I'm going to guess none of those were right. Is, is, it the hall, is it the Hall of Presidents? Does that exist outside of Disney World? No. They don't have no. one in Paris, really? <laughs> no, no. no, nor do they have one in Shanghai. Shanghai. Weird. Hall of Chinese Dictators, though. I would go on that. <laughs> wasn't it's, it's the Winnie the Pooh ride. Wasn't that where that really weird statue that looked like half Trump and half Hillary Clinton yep. came from? Yeah, okay. I remember that. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Can't wait to see what their Joe Biden animatronic looks like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, um, I, I'm out. I don't know. Uh, it's the Haunted Mansion. Oh. oh, okay. That makes sense. I was thinking something in the, like, the revolutionary area, because, like, I know they do the different, like, Liberty Square in pa- Disneyland Paris. Makes sense. Yeah, so, like, Disney World, it's in Liberty Square. Disneyland, it's in it's in New Orleans, like, square, square. whatever I call it. Every episode's different. Um, <laughs> Disneyland Paris, it's in the saloon old-timey area. I don't know what... But it's also Phantom Manor there, so I don't. And then um, Shanghai is in. Oh, they have a really they cool. They do. One. It's like a monkey. It's in Mystic Point. Yeah, because it's Mystic Manor and Mystic Point. Wow! Wow! Look <laughs> at me pulling that out of thin air. All right. Okay, I have good news, everyone. You're tied. <laughs> wow! So there's a tiebreaker that Paul came up with. So good news. Oh boy! <laughs> and if you win. You will be loved by your partner, and if you lose, you will probably still be loved. Just by a your little partner, bit less so. tonight. <laughs> Just a little bit less. Okay, you can deal with that. Uh, okay, so the tiebreaker is: what is the most? And we'll, we'll we'll give you time to think about this. What is the most obscure Disney fact that you know? This is where the Jeopardy music yeah. play. It's Final <laughs> Jeopardy. Yeah. I have one, but I'm trying to think if I can think of anything else more obscure. Because I'm sure I know something. Paul tells me obscure Disney facts every single day. <laughs> Just n- not a lot of them stay in my head. What? You don't keep a detailed Fended. journal every time he tells you one? Like, you don't write it down? I know, I'm a failure. I mean, I gave the whole orange tree thing earlier. <laughs> you can reuse facts if you'd That's like to. That's pretty good, sure. Yeah. I'll also throw in the... One I was just telling Brie about earlier today because it's the anniversary of the Emperor's New Groove that it was originally going to be a completely different movie called Empire of the Sun. Yep. So I'll go with that. That is cool. Lauren? Okay. The one I thought of, and I'm going to try to say it's in a PG way, is that (laughs) isn't there a place that like, if you stand at the entrance of one of the Disney parks, like... Mickey Mouse's nose like looks really inappropriate yes. with the angle of the Walt yes, Disney does. statue. Yes, okay. it does. That, yes. If you stand at the entrance to Adventureland and look at the partner statue, Mickey's nose does look like it is coming out of Walt's pelvic region. Okay. Whole new meaning to the name partners. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Go ahead and sue me, Bob Iger. <laughs> if you still work there. Is you that a threat? Something, something, chairman. Yeah, something, he's something. the he's the. We didn't want to totally fire you, so here's a job that we made up for you. <laughs> we wanted a different Bob. They just keep recycling Bobs. And on that note, thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for well being Who with us. And also Who played the, yeah, the tiebreaker? Oh yeah, everyone. We all. Everyone's, everyone's a winner. Aw, <laughs> you're a winner for putting up with us asking you questions about what it's like to date someone that berates you with Disney things constantly. <laughs> Actually, a really good point. <laughs> what witty funny things we said in the past that i have completely forgotten about oh I, what, wow that how, was fun how clever we are and i hope smart and attractive and <laughs> wonderful jack and lauren are for being willing to do that yeah. with us thanks thanks guys that was fun I think. Do you, Bree, do you remember literally anything that we talked about with them? <laughs> um, because I don't. Okay, I only know because I have our document from that the episode up. Open. Yeah. Um, but no, other than that, I have no idea what they I don't even remember really like how they did all the quiz. I remember that it was a tie. It was a tie. That's all I remember. Like, I don't even remember what their answers were to any of the questions we asked them. <laughs> Lauren complained to me afterwards. She said, like, why was it a, a tie? And I was like, first of all, it wasn't really a, like, that's not what it was. Second of all, I was shocked that it literally was a tie. It literally was. I was actually keeping score in my head. Yeah, no, there was. It was actually a tie. There was no right way to let either of them win that because one of how we asked the questions and two of just the fact that they got the equal amount right, like, Lauren said that she thought Jack's fun fact was was more obscure. So, I no, I thought they were both obscure. I okay. I don't remember what they were. I don't remember what either of them were. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway, it's gonna be really fun editing this. That's the joy of editing this podcast is getting to remember being like, oh yeah, that's right, we said that. And then sometimes I'll be listening to it and I'll be like, huh, yeah, that guy makes some really good. Oh wait, that's me. Oh, yeah. I'm smart. Good job, me. It's my favorite part when Paul will send me, like, a text while he's editing. He'll be like, do you remember this? And I'll be like, no. That was two days ago. It's out of the fishbowl brain. Like, it's gone. But for realsies. But actually, yes. Thank you, Jack and Lauren, for being on. It is wonderful to get to talk to you. Yeah, and to get to share this with you. Because I know that, like, having a significant other that puts this much energy and effort and time into Disney now on top of the amount of time and effort and energy we already spent on Disney. Um, it takes patience, definitely. To The amount of mind share that I put into Disney <laughs> is about the same, but the amount of like actual work I put in is a lot, a lot higher now. Yeah, so. no, totally. Yeah, my mind share hasn't changed, but it's definitely a lot more hours of Oh, but hold on. I, I just got to do something for the podcast really fast. And then I'll give you my attention. Like, so seriously, like, thank you to them. And thanks for being our trial run guests. Like, it, you know, it went really well for our first time of having people on the podcast. I mean, I haven't edited it. But yes, I'm assuming that it went very well. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, I will make up something witty that they said. I can't wait. Just, uh, you're just going to voice act for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do my best impressions of, of all of you. Yes. Um, 
But in addition to Jack and Lauren, if you were neither of them, thank you for listening as well. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for putting up with our profuse gushing over significant others. Um, <laughs> that could have been a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Yeah. And uh, a, an excellent new year. Let's hope that it's better than this one. I'm not going to... Let's Let's... Let's just set the bar low. Yeah, it's just be better than 2020. We will roll into 2021. The year will start. That's it's gonna be really awkward if the apocalypse happens on like December 26th. I, oh, I know. I really hope not. I have virtual concert tickets that night. That's your. That's whatever. <laughs> that's, the most, that's the most 2020 thing I've ever said. Is, <laughs> I can't. Um, <sighs> but yeah, happy holidays. Um, we hope you enjoy your time with people you love, albeit in person or virtually. Feel free to share our podcast. Yeah. Um, and you can share it with the horse emoji yes. and the heart emoji oh, for yeah. John Wayne's horse and love. If you want to share it or DM us or, you know, like, comment or subscribe, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Signal25Podcast. And Facebook, right? Yeah, I made a Facebook two weeks ago, a week ago. Have you posted anything on it? Uh, yeah, so everything oh. from our Instagram automatically goes on our Twitter and our Excellent. Facebook. So if you that follow one of the platforms, you follow all the platforms. And I usually post TikToks at 2 a.m. So if you are a night owl like me, <laughs> you will find all of our TikToks go live at 2 o'clock in the morning. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, happy holidays. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm Bree. And this has been Signal 25.